Let's talk about vitamin D. Hi, it's Caroline Walrad. I was reading an article by Logan Bronwell, and it's called The Overlooked Importance of Vitamin D Receptors. I thought I knew a lot about vitamin D, but uh, he quotes and shares the newest research by Dr. MD Michael Hollick. And what he found, I'm going to keep in a short piece here, and you can read about it on the site. I've included the article. Did you know that vitamin D makes 191% more likely to progress to insulin resistance re or pre-diabetes? I mean, that's incredible. We need vitamin D so we don't get diabetes, it sounds like. On the cell, every cell of our body, there's what we call receptor sites. And each site allows specific chemicals inside, and it's almost like a password so that the right chemical can enter and be utilized by the cell in just the right way, and it keeps other things out of the cell it doesn't want. However, I remember the little like toy boxes, and we may have all seen them, where the square peg fits in the square hole and the triangle into the triangle hole, and the square peg does not fit into the triangle hole. And that's very close to what the receptor sites are like. 30,000, up to 30,000 a cell, it's quite a bit of activity going on, isn't it? And quite a bit of a selectivity. Vitamin D has been found to be on almost every single cell, the receptor site on almost every single cell in our body. That means every single cell in our body needs it. That is something to pay attention to. So let's talk about what happens if we don't have vitamin D, according to the study and research, and then maybe what we need it for. Low levels of vitamin D increase the risk of non-Alzheimer's dementia almost now. I'm not saying twice, three times, four times, five, 20 times. That means that if you don't have enough vitamin D in your body to utilize, having a non-Alzheimer's dementia increases 20 times. Vitamin D also regulates genes that control cell growth and development, immune function, metabolic control, cardiovascular, and neurological diseases. Well, I don't know if we left anything out things, so I guess every cell needs vitamin D to do almost everything. Although humans can make some of their vitamin D in their bodies, you know, we do need some sun. I mean, we get it from the sun, we get it from our diets, and we get it, you know, supplements. But we, we can make some of that vitamin D ourselves. You know, the kidney and liver can convert it to vitamin D3. You don't have to take vitamin D3. I mean, your kidneys and liver, if they're functioning pretty, pretty well, can do it for you. So even a good food selection full of vitamin D, you can look online to find out what foods those are, can make a huge difference in your health. Now, vitamin D has also been shown in the study to protect brain cells and is powerful against neurodegenerative diseases and can actually, listen to this, Enough vitamin D can actually reverse non-Alzheimer's dementia by nearly 20-fold. There we go. It's the same type of idea, but we need it for our brains. I mean, we need to think well. That's important. In fact, I'll go take some more vitamin D right now. I think it's really important. There's a strong correlation to vitamin D receptors and the regulation of signaling pathways involved in, listen to this, inflammation, how many of us are stiff and sore, tumor growth, benign or cancerous, immune system surveillance for cancer, especially in the epithelial cells of the skin, the breast, the prostate, and the colon, and other tissues that are prone to cancer development.
Increase in vitamin D levels through supplementation has helped in a decline of disease activity in the rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. What is keeping us from going to the store and getting some good vitamin D, good vitamin D supplementation? I always prefer whole food supplementation. The body recognizes it. It says, oh yeah, I know you. You're supposed to be in my system. It's not isolated. It has a natural ability, food does, to be absorbed at the time that you need. It's almost like time release. And that's why I like whole food supplementation. But you can, at this point, doesn't matter. But you know what? I want you to remember one thing is that there are fat-soluble vitamins and there are water-soluble vitamins. And the fat-soluble vitamins can get stored in the body. And truthfully, too much vitamin D can cause some toxicity. So I guess it's going to be a fine line, isn't it? His suggestion and mine would be that, you know, we always get tested for vitamin D when we go to the doctor for our routine blood checkups. You would ask to have that included if you can get it covered. It would be really important to know where you stand. You don't want too much and you don't want too little. So what is the daily allotment? According to the article, it says you start by taking a high-quality vitamin D3, and like I said, I personally like whole food, natural food sources, of at least 2,000 IUs daily. And small children actually need vitamin D2, at least 400 to 1,000 international units or IUs. As is suggested, you get your vitamin D level checked by a qualified practitioner, and on the article, it states what that is. They're going to ask for a certain kind of detesting. And then the article continues to say that if your levels are low, that 2,000 to 8,000 IUs daily are shown to increase the levels of vitamin D. So it really helps us to get our good checkups, doesn't it? And now ask for a new bust. I want to check my vitamin D levels. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling that a little bit of sun at the right time really healthy, you know I'm for organic all the way, food, and adequate diet and adequate supplementation is the key to most everything. I just wish you lots of sunny days, and I wish you lots of great health, and thank you so much for listening. And go to the store and buy your vitamin D. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye-bye.